Hello, hockey fans. This is Mike Chambers of the Denver Post. Welcome to another edition, the first of the season of Traffic in Front of the Net. I'm here with my good friend Marty Richardson of Dog Nation. He's the executive director of Dog Nation, which, uh, as most of you know, is a uh, organization, a nonprofit that gives back to hockey players in need in the front range and actually in the whole state of Colorado. Uh, Marty's got some uh, exciting news, uh, uh, an exciting event this weekend, but uh, I'm going to ask him about that in a bit. But first, let's talk a little bit about the Avs. Um, obviously, this is a team that uh, had a great start. They were 17-7-5 on December 6th, and then two days later, two nights later, they lost 7-1 at Tampa Bay on December 8th, and it's been downhill ever since. This team is 3-11-2 in its last 16 games. And they are now out of the playoffs. But surprisingly enough, if they win tonight against the Columbus Blue Jackets here at the Pepsi Center, they uh, could potentially get uh, back in a playoff spot. Um, Marty, I just want your general thoughts on, on this team. Obviously, it's, it's a team that... Uh, has has been hurt in a lot of ways. I mean, their 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 scoring is a little bit down. They they don't have a lot of secondary sc scoring, and that's been the issue all 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 year. And and basically the big question mark coming into the season, their their goaltending just you know has not been that good at all. Uh, Grubauer and Warlamov are hovering around the 900 save percentage mark, which uh, obviously is not good enough. And then uh, you know, there's been a lot of defensive breakdowns, especially lately. Um, in in Saturday's game against the Canucks, Coach Bednar goes into that game and he he talks over and over about how they got to play a, a safe and simple defensive game and 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 take care of the puck. And a minute 30 in, and and uh, Ian Cole pinches in the neutral zone. And Vancouver gets a two-on-one and scores. So it, it's uh, it's a confusing team right now. No? Yeah, it's all of the above. I every single thing you said there, I would agree with. And um, you know, the last couple of years that we we've seen these guys is um, uh, especially Varley, they steal quite a few games, and and they just haven't stole any games lately. Uh, outshoot most of their opponents lately. A lot of those might be from perimeter shots. But bottom line is when you're uh, you need your goalkeeper, goaltender to come through once in a while when that 2-1 game or 1-0 game that you really don't deserve to win and that just that flat out hasn't happened. And with that, as you know, the old adage, uh, squeezing your stick right now, these guys, I remember, I think it was Ranton last game, got a puck right in the high slot, 20 feet out. And you, Mike, you and I play a little hockey. Um, you'll see that get buried even at any level. And hit him right dead center in the crest. And um, you see that when they're, when they're struggling, right? Yeah. And yeah, guys are squeezing their sticks, and it's, it's hard. It's, it's, it's hard to get out of a funk like this. Uh, obviously, it's a good team, but, uh, you know, if they don't get out of this pretty soon, you can kiss the playoffs goodbye. Mm -hmm. um, a, a couple things that I want to talk about, uh, there, there's uh, the trade deadline is approaching. It's February 25th, a little less than three weeks away. I do not think the Avalanche are going to do much at all there. I think they're going to hang on to their um, uh, two, three, five, five 
draft picks in the first three rounds mm. in the 2019 draft, including two first-rounders. I think they're going to hang on to those, and I think that they're going to continue to build through the draft. Um, I do see them taking offers for Tyson Berry, potentially, but uh, I would bet that Tyson Berry is not going to be traded, uh, if at all, until the summer. Um, and maybe even, even then he's not, but uh, we've got Kale McCarr coming up uh, from UMass and then obviously Connor Timmons. He's been with the Avs all year, and uh, there was good news today when Coach Bednar said that he's being assigned to the Colorado Eagles up in Loveland to start practicing with those guys. So his rehab is going good, and obviously these are two right-shot D that are similar players than uh, – Tyson Berry, and I think that makes Tyson Berry expendable, given the fact that he's making 5.5 million through next season. Um, we are talking to Mr. Joe Sackick tonight before the game against Columbus, and uh, we expect him to talk about those two issues. Um, let's go into Humboldt. Yeah. The Humboldt Broncos of the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League are, are, are near and dear to my heart and Marty's as well. Um, as most of you know, my son uh, was in training camp and preseason with the Humboldt Broncos trying to make that team for two and a half weeks uh, in, in uh, August and September, and he had a great run. He was among the last uh, defensemen cut, but uh, he had a great experience up there, and uh, he got a firsthand look at, at, at the town about the grieving, about everything about you know, Canadian junior hockey and obviously that huge tragedy last April 6th. Marty Richardson and Dog Nation have been uh, on top of this story and, and being part of the solution now for six months or so. Marty, I want you to tell us about what you did, what, in December when you invited the Humboldt Broncos here or at least two of them and their families, mm -hmm. and then what you're doing here this weekend in Humboldt, Saskatchewan. Yeah, so this really all started back uh, as, almost as soon as the accident ha happened. A lot of people know what Dog Nation does, and they reached out and said, hey, are you guys going to help uh, as well? And the first guy that we reached out to was a guy named Ryan Strzenitsky, and Ryan was paralyzed in the accident. Um, we were hoping to bring him to the Dog Bowl in June, uh, However, he was in the hospital in Philadelphia in his initial rehab stages of learning a new life. And instead, uh, one of his close friends and teammates, Grayson Cameron, who broke his back in the accident but, but luckily isn't paralyzed, came out. And um, we, Grayson spent the, the dog bowl with us, and we put him as a coach. He, his aspiration is to coach hockey going forward. So we had him coach the top dogs team, which had folks like uh, Brett Clark and – Peter Senya and Kyle Quincy and Paul Statsny all on that team. So it was a pretty neat little deal for Grayson. Grayson was also on hand to accept a check from the Colorado hockey community slash dog nation to uh, help Ryan. And that check um, grew to $48,000, which we sent up to Calgary last year and, and helped Ryan in his rehab. And, and uh, from there, Ryan reached out and, and uh, you know, very, very thankful, obviously, and his dad, Tom. And, and I thought, well, why don't we bring these guys down? And that's what Mike was just indicating there. And in uh, late November, we brought Ryan 
uh, Straczynski and Jacob Wasserman. Jacob was also paralyzed in the accident. They're both now sled hockey players, and we brought them down with their dads and um, and also uh, Grayson's dad. And we spent three or five really amazing days here in Colorado with probably the highlight. There was lots and lots of highlights, but probably the biggest one was uh, – the two boys had not played hockey together since the accident, and we had them on the ice at, at the uh, DU Providence game between periods out on the ice with disabled vets. It was pretty cool. Yeah, and then obviously you had a big night here uh, at an avalanche game. Mm -hmm. um, I know you guys didn't get a lot of the credit, but that was something that was 100% dog nation. It was, yeah. There was a, it was a. I wouldn't say 100%. The abs, abs have always been really, really good to Dog Nation. It's a big reason we've grown so much with, um, be, between former players and announcers and and uh, Joe and everybody all through the organization really knows what Dog Nation is and all support it. So, uh, when I uh, broached the idea to Deb Dowling from Cronky Sports Foundation, she was like, "Wow, that's really cool." So, what they ended up doing is they did a nice little tribute on the board, and um, the guys did the. Uh, ceremonial puck drop together and that was pretty neat it was both Jacob and Ryan out there with Jamie Ben and Landy and um, pretty we got a great photograph of that afterwards and then they spent the the rest of the game up in the suite and I know you came by and yeah. it was kind of a who's who in that suite all, all, all Joe Sackett came up yeah. uh, uh, Michelle Goulet yeah. yeah, that Yanni was a wonderful and, night. Yeah. Um, and Milan were there and it was it was just one after the other Jake came by it was a, it was a fun night and then the next day you uh, treated them to the Bronco game. Yeah, right? they went to the Broncos Steelers game and Broncos did kind of the same type of thing where they brought them out. They don't obviously don't have a face off, but they were the Bronco heroes of the game and and uh, and they did a whole video tribute it in front of 77,000 people. It was pretty cool and Broncos came through and beat the Steelers that day. Then this weekend, Marty, uh, you uh, you and Dog Nation and and I think the whole state of Colorado and Jared Bednar, for sure, who grew up there. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of ties between the Humboldt Broncos and the Colorado hockey community. Tell us what's going on this weekend. So really, really special weekend for um, for Dog Nation and for all the hockey Colorado hockey community. Um, uh, a couple weeks ago, I got a phone call from a guy named Kevin Geringer. Kevin was the president of the Humboldt. Uh, Broncos when this tragedy happened and, and um, uh, most people probably instantly recognized Kevin because he was on the TV constantly for several months. Um, he was really became the face of, of uh, the organization and did a tremendous job and he reached out to me and asked if I would be willing to come up to Humboldt and drop the puck before the Weyburn um, Humboldt game and this is on February 8th coming up this Friday and of course uh, that was a resounding yes and so I'm going up there with uh, four other guys um, three of them are board members and the fourth one is uh, a guy named George Alts and George happens to be Dave Repture's best friend and a lot of people that follow Dog Nation know who Dave Repture is as well so really really powerful thing we're going to go up on on Thursday and um, the Calgary Flames have kind of jumped in the mix and they're hosting us for the Flames Sharks game, a really, really big game. Um, two of the top teams in the NHL right now on um, Thursday night at the Saddle Dome. So that'll be kind of neat. There's, uh, and we're going to that game with Grayson Cameron and his family. Um, Grayson's a young man that came to Colorado in June. And then also another guy named Chris Cedarstrand, who was a junior player 
back in the day um, when I got talking to him on the phone. He dropped the gloves with Scott Parker a couple times in his <laughs> in his days. But Chris, unfortunately, got in a car accident several years ago and lost his leg. And it didn't end his hockey career there. He actually became a sled hockey player himself and won a gold medal for the Canadian national team. So he's actually going to the game with us as well. And uh, the latest uh, news I heard is um, after that game, our little group uh, that are, that are host, being hosted by the Flames are going to then get a little Sharks action in, and we're going to go meet all the Sharks after the game. That's going to be a nice weekend. Yeah, so it's going to be cool. Awesome. Marty, uh, to date, how much is Dog Nation uh, – given back to the Colorado hockey community, players and families in need? So um, we've helped over 100 families now, and this has been going, uh, uh, really just started as some beer league guys trying to do something special and honor a friend, and we're closing in on $1.5 million in giving back. So it's uh, it, it truly, truly impactful, the numbers that we're, we're able to raise and help. And it's really, uh, I mean, a lot of people look at, look at dog nation and look at me in particular but it's not it's it's an incredible army of people that stretches really from rink to rink to rink across colorado and into office buildings and so on and so forth that have kind of embraced our our mission and we i mean i i say it all the time but we can't do it without all of them let me tell you folks if you're a colorado avalanche hockey fan if you're a du fan if you're anything colorado hockey whatever you got to be a fan of Dog Nation. This is an unbelievable group. Everybody's on board. Every every big, you know, I don't want to name drop, but uh, Dog Nation has them all. Everybody's in support. Uh, how do they contribute, Marty? If if uh, any of these listeners would like to. Uh, really, the we we run about four events, uh, major events a year, and then lots of little one-off ones in the best place to follow us is dog nation hockey foundation on facebook um our our website is dognation.org um really easy it's always spelled d-a-w-g just keep that in mind um but we have uh we host hockey tournaments and comedy nights and golf tournaments and and uh, we just recently had a local brewery actually make a beer for us called hair of the dog and and you would if you would have followed us along there you'd be able to see that too and um really that's the the easiest way and at all those events there's always um a little fundraising aspect there whether that's just buy a dog nation hat or if that's uh to buy a beer or or actually look to buy some of the pretty off the chart auction items that we get to give me your website dognation.org d-a-w-g nation.org all right, folks, that's going to do it for us right now. We are going to do this more often. This is the first of the year. My apologies, as most of you probably know, I've been out most of the season uh, on injured reserve. I had double eye surgery in uh, November, and then I had a couple complications after I came back. But I'm healthy. I'm good to go. I'm seeing about as good as I have in a long time, and I'm excited for the rest of the season, and we're going to do more of these podcasts. Hope you enjoyed it. This is Traffic in Front of the Net with Mike Chambers and Marty Richardson.